Welcome to AI Driven, a podcast about using AI for business. AI Driven is produced and hosted by Cognistics, an AI company based in Pittsburgh with offices in the US, Latin America, and Asia. Welcome to AI Driven. I'm Patty Maldonado. Today we're exploring how AI can help law firms, lawyers, and legal services employees thrive. Joining us are Cognistic CEO Sanjay Chopra. Hi, Sanjay. Hi, Patty. How are you? Always <laughs> good to talk to you. I know. It's always great to connect with you as well. Also joining us is data scientist Justin Waltrip. Hi, Justin. Hello, Patty. <laughs> Welcome to this podcast. And finally, joining us once again is senior product manager Jag Pandey. Uh, Jag, I thought maybe we could start off with you. I know you're the resident expert in this area. So Jag, um, tell us how Square can help law firms, paralegals, and lawyers do their job better. Sure. Um, so let's start with some background, right? What is Square? Uh, Square is like a question answering tool built with the latest NLP and language models, very similar to ChatGPT. Uh, the only difference is that we search and we provide answers based on like some on your documents with evidence. So getting to your question, Patty, uh, where like you know where can Square help law firms, paralegals, and lawyers? There are uh, I would go into three use cases there. First one being legal research, where AI powered tools can quickly search through vast amount of legal documents. Um, statues uh, to help lawyers find relevant information from their cases. So you know this would save time and improve the accuracy of, of legal research. Second, I would go for contract analysis. You know that there we can analyze contracts and identify key clauses, ab- obligations, or maybe risks. So this would help lawyers and paralegals identify potential issues or improve the quality of contract drafting overall. And the third one uh, that really we are working on one of the use cases with one of our clients is document review, where AI can help uh, can be used to review large volumes of documents again, uh, identify relevant information for a case or any privileged information, any fa- any key facts basically. So it, there, even there it helps save time and improve the accuracy of all the document review. So overall, it helps the paralegals, lawyers do their job better by improving the speed, accuracy, and efficiency. I would say. And it also helps the lawyers make more informed decisions and improve their overall performance. And since we have uh, Sanjay here today, so Sanjay, what do you think? Like, you know, if we gave these use cases to ChatGPT, how would ChatGPT handle the use cases around research and, and uh, contract analysis or maybe document review? So I'm glad you asked me that question, Chag. And again. You know, I wish uh, ChatGPT, don't get me wrong, is a fantastic tool. It comes up with great content, great text, great language model to create content. But unfortunately, what doesn't work in the context of legal research or contract analysis or document review is hallucination. So as we know, by its nature, given the G of ChatGPT, it hallucinates or comes up with facts or makes facts up. And it's part of the, you know, the, the model part of it. It's a little bit of a black box uh, and hence it does that. Uh, so that will not work in these domains. Whereas Square 
which is an extractive model working on a closed corpus of documents. They'll give you the precise answer. Not only will you give you an actual answer that is based on the documents that you have provided, it will also link to the source document. That makes a big difference. So in, in my opinion, again, uh, ChatGPT might be great to generate the first contract, and then obviously a lawyer or a paralegal can take it and run with it. But in terms of finding the right answer within those documents, especially in these domains, I think Square is a better tool. Wow. Okay. That's good to hear. And like, you know, now we have Justin. So Justin, like, we have been working on, um, you know, all the technical models and everything in Square. How do you feel that, you know, how does... Uh, what kind of training or maybe development goes into creating of language models for Square and compared to ChatGPT? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks, Chag. So to train the models for um, Square, we actually start off with pretty much the exact same base AI models that are used for um, ChatGPT. But the main difference is that instead of trying to just generate a response based on whatever kind of question you asked it. We actually try to look at the document that you've provided, and we try to point to the exact text that answers the question that you're asking. And so instead of just generating text, we're trying to predict where the answer should start and where it should end. And so we can also get um, probabilities for all of the different um, answers. And that's really helpful because we can understand how confident the model is to actually um, answer that question. So whenever we're training these uh, models for Square, we look at data sets that just have a bunch of correct um, answers that correspond to questions. And we train our models to understand um, how to go from a question to the correct answer. And so these tools are much more useful than ChatGPT, and we can actually incorporate things like the layout of the document as well to understand not only the text, but also how the text is positioned on the page. And we can get some really powerful results that way. Wow, very interesting. And Justin, you mentioned about confidence. So will that help the user of Square to kind of understand if this answer is supposed to be trusted or he might or she might have to look further? Yeah, so this is really important in the legal domain because a lot of times people might be looking, they might ask a question like, does this document contain this specific type of provision? And uh, a lot of times, if you ask that question to ChatGPT, it'll just make up that provision. If you say like, where is it in this document, it'll just try to answer your question the best that it can, and it might just make something up that's not even present in the actual document. Whereas Square, because it has these confidence scores, if you see that the first answer that it's um, trying to predict has a really low confidence score, you actually can know that it's pretty likely that that answer is not even in the document at all. And so for someone in the legal domain, that's really important under information to understand. Um, yeah. So wow. let me add one thing to what Justin also said there, Jag. Mm -hmm. A key feature also, I think in Square at least, is to link to the source document because that gives a huge amount of confidence. Not only are you looking at the answer provided 
You're also looking at the score and the link to the document. So you can have human verification done. That is absolutely not possible from a chat GPT perspective. Correct. Yeah. And that's so important, right? Like it gives you the confidence and you mentioned about the source document. It gives you a complete idea as to why the answer is being predicted and it gives you an opportunity to understand if this answer is right. So you can completely trust the answer. Absolutely. Wow. So, you know, sometimes we just uh, spoke about some hallucination. So, you know, the answers that we have from chat GPT has been like, you know, there have been issues like bias, privacy and hallucination. So where does Square fall with such issues? And, you know, what are the advantages and disadvantages both? Uh, Sanjay, Justin? Um, I guess I I can take that. So in terms of um, bias, it's uh, very convenient that we're not actually generating any text. We're just trying to point to the correct answer in the text that we already have, because we don't need to worry about things like bias or hallucinations. Um, it's not going to generate any kind of text um, that doesn't make sense, given the question that you've actually asked. And the other big advantage of a system like Square is that you're not really worrying about privacy either, because you're not sending um, your documents into a system like OpenAI. You can actually keep all of those on your own servers. Those documents never leave. And so you can keep that information really secure. Sanjay, do you want to add anything to that from your side? Nothing to add. That was perfect. <laughs> so, you know, all this makes me think that, you know, as there can be like there could be an enterprise or an organization which could take advantage of both, right? ChatGPT can help you build up your knowledge, your personal skill set by learning something new. But when the person wants to look at factual data within the organization or within their own documents, their square could come in like the correct product. So I'm just curious to know that can we have ChatGPT integrated with Square so that users from legal domain take advantage of both generative and extractive models in one platform? I think absolutely. So think of a scenario where when you're generating content, so if I'm a law firm and I have to write an NDA or a simple contract, I can use the chat GPT part of it to say, hey, write an NDA between these two organizations, learn from this document. Here are some sort of key features to consider when you're generating the content. So that is something actually probably lawyers do right now with with associates or junior lawyers or with paralegals. Instead of doing them doing the work, chat GPT does the work, and then the lawyers can sort of tweak and finalize the content and, and, and use that just to send to their clients or use that for, for, for a given negotiation. So that's a great example of sort of utilizing chat GPT. Now, on the other hand, where you get the contract or you have a bunch of contracts and you're doing discovery or you're doing due diligence on these contracts, that's when Square comes in because now you want a precise answer back and you want to say, hey, what is the revenue share agreement? And the last thing you want to do is the GPT come up with an hallucinated, come up with a number, and you make a business decision based on that. So, so that's where Square would come in. It would give you the exact answer, point to the source document. So I think the combination becomes very powerful and works very well for organizations. 
Very interesting. And Justin, do you have a take on this from like, you know, uh, from model perspective or anything that you would like to share on this topic? Yeah, I think what Sanjay was describing is completely accurate. And we actually have a term for this um, in AI, and it's called grounded generations. Mm -hmm. And so instead of just generating text um, without any additional information, we actually supply models like ChatGPT or other generative models with the correct information. And then we ask it to, to generate something using that correct information. So if if we're able to use Square to get the correct answers um, from a document, and then we can take those and then try to generate like a revenue share agreement or a proposal or an NDA, um, the probability of that generated document being correct is much, much higher because we started with an extractive model like Square. And I actually think one other good use case um, for where Square and ChatGPT can combine is summarization. So you don't want to give a model like ChatGPT an entire document and ask it to summarize because it might miss some really important parts or it might misunderstand how to kind of synthesize some of that information. But if you use a model like Square to find maybe the correct section of a document that you're interested in, then you can use that text and summarize that particular portion of the document. And so because you have that grounded um, pipeline where you have the actual text from that section produced by Square, and then that's what you're passing into a model like ChatGPT, the summaries are gonna be much more effective. Wow, that's very exciting. I'm really excited for our future users which can benefit from both when we you know, uh, get that together. So. Just curious, you know, then the, um, you know, we have been talking about legal and compliance today. Uh, so is Square only meant for legal and compliance, Sanjay? Square is domain agnostic. It really doesn't matter. Sort of anywhere you have a closed corpus of documents and then you want uh, to get an answer to a given question, it works and it works well. It, it'll, whether it's sort of, you know, YPO, Young Professionals Organization, their source documents, whether it's, um, you know, documents related to Society of Automotive Engineers, SAE International, it really doesn't matter. So if we can take any document, domain agnostic, analyze the text there. In fact, in some cases, we may even look at the visual part of the documents and then come up with the best answer. All right. So. I think the best thing there would be to think wherever in whichever business or you know use case where a person is looking for information any factual information or you know both um, if they want to create anything that would be generative but if they're looking for factual information that would be the use case where square can come and be it any domain so one more important thing jag and sort of perry and, and justin i'd like to sort of say here is it is also important to have these tools and then be able to control the context that they're dri driven from. So whether it's the entire web, which typically what ChatGPT works on, or you know, closed set of documents, or a closed set of documents in combination with other documents, because that controlling the context or controlling the source will also give you much better answers 
both from a generative and an extractive side. So it's something to think about as you're implementing these things. So. Correct. Makes sense. All right. Patty, I anything you want to add? No, I've, I've been enjoying the conversation and it's always great to learn something new. So this, is, this has really been wonderful. And since there's been so much talk about chat, GPT, and uh, many of the copycats, um, this is a good conversation to have and to keep having. So I'm sure we're going to have future programs talking about how uh, Square especially uh, can work with chat GPT and how it's different. So I thank you very much for sharing this information. Yep. How about you guys? Add, Anything else you want to add? I will add one more quick thing. So we should have obviously chat GPT was the first one with open AI, but barred from Google and other things that are out there are very similar. So it's the same thing. Doesn't matter what generator model you're using as, as the baseline. It will, uh, same things apply in both cases. Well, I can tell you that lots of platforms are now implementing tools similar to ChatGPT, and I've seen them on programs that I use, on platforms that I use. Oh. Uh, so I think it's, it's pretty fascinating how fast this has taken uh, off and the impact it's having on the way we do work already. It really is. It really is. I was, I was absolutely blown away by the traction, the immense amount of traction, millions of users that these platforms have been able to get in a less than four months. I, you know, I'm wondering, and I want to ask this to the group, but do you think the, that, do you think that ChatGPT has forced people to now look at adopting AI in their businesses at, you know, at some level? Very much so. We saw that with one prospect, I won't name them, but a lot of CEOs, a lot of boards are now telling the technology team that, hey, there is this disruptive and innovative AI technology in terms of the GPTs. Um, how can we use it within our business? What can it do for us? How can it make us better? And coming from the top, I think there'll be even more adoption of these things uh, than we've seen, and obviously the consulting companies can uh, offer something similar. I think that's where we have a unique edge by understanding large language models, by, by being able to implement the technologies faster and, and much more inexpensive than some of the ones. Uh, and combination of Square and ChatGPT or BARD, I think that's where we can deliver a lot of value to, to, to some prospects. Right, great, great. And I know that we're planning on a webinar that will kind of explain these different technologies and how they work with businesses and how they're different. Um, so we'll be promoting that in the, in the weeks to come. So I want to thank all of you for joining us today on AI Driven. And if you're interested in learning more about Square, please visit Cognistics.com. That's C-O-G-N-I-S-T-X.com. You can also email JAG at J-A-G-R-I-T-I at Cognistics.com. And, and that's pretty much it for today. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll be back with more from AI Driven. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening in. Learn more about how AI drives what we do at 
cognistics.com. 